On today's episode of the Utah High School Hoops podcast, I was joined live by Coach LJ and Junior County and JJ Mandiquit from Utah Prep. You can catch them out on the grind session representing our great state of Utah, playing not only out there, but also when you see them out on these national circuits. JJ's on USA Basketball, really out there representing Utah and helping put us on the map. So super appreciative to Utah Prep and for allowing me to come in and spend a little bit of time with these players and with this coach. Let's get to the interview right after this quick word from our sponsor. Hey, I just had to share this. My little guy's tearing into his new roofie box and he goes straight for the sweet greens. I didn't see that coming. A quick mix in the verdict. He loves it. Total mom win. And you can also have a win by going to goruvi.com, G-O-R-U-V-I.com. Use code ADAM15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. That's goruvi, G-O-R-U-V-I.com and use code ADAM15. All right, I'm excited to be here live. This is I transitioned from talking voice to podcast voice. Did you just notice the little uptick? That's yeah. mm-hmm. it's like 300, episodes, 300 podcast episodes I've done. Uh, not for basketball though yet. Yet it's the keyword. Uh, so I'm here in the what is this? The Utah Players House. And yeah, that sounds team house. Team yeah. house. We're gonna go with team house because the other phrase might sound a little bit sounds a little bit different. Um, I'm joined by uh, I got Coach LJ Junior County JJ Mandiquit, and we are uh, we're here in beautiful Midvale, Utah. We're gonna talk a little bit about. Utah prep team and what you guys have going on and whatever, wherever the wind takes us in this conversation. So let's start with, uh, we're going to do some introductions and I thought we'll start with the youngest uh, because, wait, are, are you the, are you the actual youngest? No, it's the youngest. JJ's the actual youngest, but not in grade, right? So yeah, that's the funky thing about mm-hmm. basketball is you never, you never know. So JJ, you are the youngest by age. So yes. why don't you start with just, you know, introduction maybe something not just about like the basics but like what's some random thing like do you know like every taylor swift lyric or anything like that i do not you don't okay like is there any just like do an introduction but something that maybe people don't know about you um i'm gonna have to think about this for a little bit okay um, i'll start with the basics there you go get the um, mind going yeah i'm jj Madiquit, um class of 2025 i play point guard i'm from big island hawaii um Something interesting about me is that. Can you surf from the big island? I can't surf. I can't surf. Okay. No. Um, what is there? Is there any type of like food cuisine that you miss being over here in Utah from the big island? Like, man, I wish, I just wish that I could come back over here. For sure. Okay. Um, fresh fish. Yeah. No doubt. We have pretty landlocked area here in Utah. <laughs> I had someone try to tell me once they were like, no, 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 but there's a sushi place and they bring it in and they do all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, it's just not going to be the same. Like, I don't know. Definitely not. Definitely not. Definitely not. All right. Uh, well, thanks, JJ. We'll go to you, Junior. Um, my name is Junior County, class of 2026, and I was born in Utah. And um, I guess I'll do a song one, but I know all the lyrics to Turks and Caicos by Broadwave. So. By who? Broadwave. Okay. I, I was waiting for like a Turks and Caicos. That's a song. This mm-hmm. is how it's down my hand about music today. That's an actual. Yeah, it's an it's a newer song, but yeah. 
I've been on a crusade to ruin Gen Z slang with uh, <laughs> with Gen Zers, and that's been because when old people use it, it, it it's like, oh my gosh, that sounds terrible. I won't put, I won't subject you guys to the horridness that is my references to the state of Ohio. Um, but anyway, well, thank you guys. We'll we'll come back to you, Coach LJ. Yeah, I'm Justin Yamzon. I go by Coach LJ. Uh, I'm from Las Vegas, and uh, I've been in coaching now about six years. And so, how I mean, how did y'all end up here? Like you, you came here six years ago from Vegas. No, so I played. Uh, I played ball at BYU Hawaii right before they closed down athletics. Um, David Evans is actually the one that recruited me. And then uh, after college, I spent uh, a little bit of a stint overseas in the Philippines playing uh, professionally. And then I came home in 2018, 2019, and then started coaching down at Wasatch Academy. So the transition was kind of from playing to Wasatch Academy. Then uh, COVID hit, and then we started over at RSL. And then RSL kind of went away, and now we started Utah Pro. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so the Philippines loves basketball. Oh, it's like, insane. insane over there, right? What was like the most like ruckus crowd that you played in front of in the Philippines? Man, I like so I when I got out there, I was playing my my G League season um before the top league but i mean they'll fill up mall of america arena and just have thousands of people going crazy over over their professional games and it's really interesting because all the teams are sponsored by you know beer companies or cell phone companies and so you'll you'll see sales go up and down based on who wins but it's just a fun environment to be in um and and the people out there just love basketball yeah and it's international basketball is crazy to like i'll watch because i'm a i mean i got my denver nuggets shirt on i'm a i'm a huge denver nuggets fan so i'll watch like serbia basketball have you, have you guys ever seen any of those highlights from games over in serbia if you're it's like there's like fire going off oh, and yeah. it's it's nuts man like basketball is truly an international game and we have the 1992 dream team to thank for that i think that would be, yeah they uh, they certainly did it and uh, and how about for you jj so you made it you're from the big island hawaii um, how did you find your way to Utah? So you've been here, is this your second or third? It's my second year. Second year, okay. What was that journey like? Yeah, um, Coach Dave, you know, reached out. Um, he started reaching out my eighth grade year. Um, I, I played my freshman year um, on Oahu at Iolani High School. Um, and then he started reaching out. We started to build a relationship. Um, and at that point, I just felt, you know, to – for me to reach my goals, I have to make a move to the mainland. More opportunities help me develop. Um, and ultimately, we just felt it was it was the best place for me to get better and, and grow as a basketball player. Yeah, for sure. And junior, I mean, obviously, you didn't, you know, we're talking about the Philippines and Vegas and Hawaii, uh, but you grew up here. And and so what, what kind of went into your decision with your family, like, to pick Utah Prep, you know, RSL, and then, and then Utah Prep as well? Cause I'm sure you had plenty of, you know, opportunities obviously with your local school and there's some really good high, public high schools around here. So what was ultimately like your deciding factor? Um, I'd say part of it was like the opportunity and like the higher level of basketball that like prep schools play. And then I'd say the main reason was probably the coaching staff. Cause I've like, I knew coach Dave for a while 
and then I started to get to know Coach LJ, and then I, don't know, I just like I just trusted the coaching staff, and so I just thought it'd be the best opportunity to come here. And y'all have like a, I mean, it's it's a legit, you know, kind of like college level schedule, right? I mean, in terms of lifting, and um, I was telling you guys before the interview, I got to know uh, Mas Embaj a little bit. He was telling me all about like what the actual schedule is like. Um, was that also for both of you, I guess, kind of a big part of it was being able to, obviously, you got to stay focused on academics. You can't go play in college if you don't have good grades. But but also along with that, having a flexible academic schedule that allowed you to you know, lift and condition and do all that stuff. Um, I mean, yeah, like uh, it, that was also a main reason because last year when we were um, by Soleil, and we go to RSO, it's just a lot of more like open room and free space. Yeah. And like by living here, you know, being with the other people, it's just like, it's easier to stay on track. So, yeah. Yeah. No doubt. And kind of same thing for you, JJ. I mean, obviously the opportunity, like you mentioned, coming to the, to the mainland, but um, I got I to gotta imagine if you're a young basketball player, the ability to, you know, like, play a lot of basketball and not only that to play against the highest level is just got to be super appealing yeah for sure that was a, another big reason um you know facilities um in hawaii it's it's hard to get gym time there hard to be able to um work out a lot um so that was very appealing for me um like i said the main reason why i chose to come here was to develop and get better and the schedule that we have um i felt that was the best for me LJ, you came from Wasatch, so uh, may, may, correct me if I'm wrong, but have, have we seen a Utah prep against Wasatch Academy game? Is that we have not? Okay, we have not. Um, you know, can we give the people what they want? Maybe sometime down the road. All right, all right. <laughs> you know, Paul does a great job down there, and yeah. you know, getting a game with them in the future. Um, it just didn't work out this year, but definitely something to plan for in the future. It's not like y'all are playing just like the highest level of competition in the grind session is you know one of the one of the top one of the best in the country so um so that's pretty cool uh i've got some some kind of fun stories so jj i was um as we were talking beforehand you know uh, my sisters obviously met you and you guys have connected up usa basketball and so when you were going out there i like texted her and i was like hey how's jj doing and she said i'm not there yet um, but my, you know, there was like a talent evaluator said, you mean the kid who quote, doesn't look like he belongs here. <laughs> and, and then by the end of that, you showed him, right? Like you not only clearly belong there, but you also, you know, made the team and are this key contributor. Is that something that you kind of heard a lot that continues to drive you is like, you know, the kid from the, from the big Island and, you know, kind of that underdog, like, okay, fine. Well, I'm just going to show up and. I'm going to show everybody on this court what's going on. Yeah, for sure. Um, coming from Hawaii, I feel like I've always had a chip on my shoulder. Um, I think, you know, Hawaii gets overlooked. Obviously, we produce a lot of pros in other sports, but basketball is, is uncommon. Um, so, you know, I've always played with an extra chip on my shoulder. And those comments, um, you know, I've heard them. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it just feels me more to work harder, improve everyone's role. It's a beautiful thing about basketball though, right? Like, because, you know, people can look one way or look another. I mean, I know I'm not just going to talk about Nikola Jokic the whole time, but like this dude was like an overweight seven footer 
who's a second round pick. There's a Taco Bell commercial playing when he's drafted. He's asleep. And now he's, you know, multiple MVPs and, you know, one of the greatest, if not the best basketball player on the planet right now. Like, you know, so looks can, can obviously be deceiving. And, uh, and then it's once that ball's thrown up, like it just matters. Can you, can you play? Um, that's cool. Junior, I remember. So the first time that I got to watch you play was, I think you were in eighth grade and it was in the young bloods league. And uh, when you were playing with Stance and those guys, and so I was there because my son was on the other team, and um, it was a funny game because like Isaiah, you probably don't remember these games because they probably all add up, but like Isaiah was at homecoming with his girlfriend, and I think Jamin was like sick, and he was like, playing super hot. Mason couldn't get a shot to fall, and it was the first time when I watched you play that you just like turned something on. And you were like, yeah, we're not, we're not. I mean, both sides of the ball, you were blocking shots, you were defending. I told Tim, I was like, man, this, I'd never seen you play before. And I was like, this junior kid's going to be one of, if not the best in this age group, which is already obviously a talented age group. You guys have Anthony here as well. Um, and, you know, Moss, I'm not sure. Who are the other 2026 20, kids here? Is it the three of you? Um, we also have the, the two twins. Yeah. The plastic twins from Colorado, yeah. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I didn't see them play because they were in Colorado. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but you kind of have a similar shift that JJ has. I mean, you guys, you guys both, you know, kind of compile the backcourt. You kind of bring that similar chip of, like, yeah, Utah is also a state that gets overlooked a lot in basketball. Do you kind of carry that same sort of energy on the court? Um, yeah, and especially kind of in the grind session, because like you know, since we're the new team to it, and then also being from Utah, like a lot of the teams will like underestimate us, and just like underestimate the talent from Utah. So yeah, I mean you can you what, you're in what what place now in the, in the grind session? They have us at fifth in the grind? I think so. Yeah. It's not they do the rankings every week, but I think last one we we're fifth, fifth in the grind. Yeah, I thought it was like fourth or fifth. That's I mean obviously you want to play to be be number one, but mm -hmm. you know, I mean that's says a lot for your first time in the league. Um well kind of my last question here and we'll wrap it up. Uh, you know, JJ, I know you just picked up, uh, we'll go youngest to oldest again. Um, you know, I know you just picked up an offer to Santa Clara, I believe. Um, and I watched you play just a little bit. I'm not going to say like I'm a JJ man to quit expert because I have five children and a full-time job. I'm not just like breaking down film for a Utah high school basketball podcast. The times I've watched you play, you do have a little bit of like that Steve Nash to your game. In terms of like your ability to pro, you know, knock down shots, you, you can score when you need to, you know, you can set up and facilitate. Um, is is he a player, or are there other players that you like to watch and kind of model your game after and, and learn from? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I've watched Steve Nash highlights. Obviously, um, he's a little a little old for me. Hey, um, calm so down. Jeez, I mean, as, as far as <laughs> my favorite player growing up, as far as watching your life. As far as watching live games, obviously, yeah. I can do that. Um, of yeah, course, yeah, yeah. I loved watching his highlights and everything. Um, but I'd say nowadays, um, one guy that I really started liking um, to watch recently was Fred Van Vliet. Mm. Um, you know, just I think a lot of uh, commonalities um, or similarities. Um, you know, he's an undersized guard. He, obviously, he went undrafted. Yep. Um, always plays with a chip on his shoulder, super tough. Um, and that's something that I really like. And just a dude who wins, right? Like when he was at Wichita State, he they they won a lot of games, yeah. and 
Um, you know, even if you go back through his like high school and AAU years, it wasn't like he was out on the EYBL circuits and he was, you know, I mean, he, he's got a, uh, he's got a really, really cool story. So Won an NBA championship with the Raptors, so. you know, I've heard about that too. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. He's, he's, a uh, and got paid. I mean, he's doing all right for himself down in uh, down and Houston is winning, right? I mean, goes to the Rockets and young team and they're a tough, they're a tough out. Him and, uh, him and Jalen Green and Shengun, those guys are, it's a tough team. Uh, Junior, how about for yourself? Is there a player that you're like, yeah, I love, I love not just like watching them play, but like you watch their movement and the, you know how they play the game that you kind of try to incorporate into your game? Um, I've always loved to watch Jason Tatum play. That's always been like my main player because I like like his change of pace and the way he can come off screens and just get to the spots and his pull-up game. So I'd say always Jason Tatum. And then I've been enjoying watching Shy play too. Mm. But, um, you know, just pure score. And then, I mean, like he gets his averages like almost every game. So, so yeah, that. he's tough. I, uh, I had the worst take of my life with Jason Tatum. I was at the draft in Brooklyn. Um, it was a year that the, uh, it was like the Donovan Mitchell draft and Jason Tatum was in that, Alonzo Ball, Mikel, mm -hmm. Markel Fultz. And I said out loud that Jason Tatum would be a bust and that Josh Jackson would have a better career, the kid from Kansas. And I'd probably have to say like Josh Jackson from Kansas and you'd be like, I don't, most people would have no idea who he is because he struggled. Uh, and Jason Tatum, pretty good, pretty yeah. good at basketball. He's, yeah. he's uh, I think the Celtics, this might be their year, to be honest with you. That's yeah. cool. And I see a lot of that, honestly, in in your game. You know, you can tell, like, he's a guy that that you you certainly watch. And, Coach, for you, um, oh, I said this was my last question. I have one more after this for everybody. So we'll go back around. Um, but for you, is there is there, like, a coaching philosophy or – you know, somebody that you look up to, or is that sort of like stuff you've picked up along the way from your time playing and, and also your time coaching? I, I think it's a little bit of a balance of um, stuff I learned as a player that I learned and disliked and, you know, things I see from coaches that, oh, I want to take a piece of that. And, you know, eyes our offense and our defense, um, but it's really all about putting our players in positions to be successful um, these guys are each on their own journey and their own path, and our job is to just prepare them for that and get them ready to, uh, to have an opportunity to play in college for, for one. And then when they get to college, hopefully that they're ready um, based on what they've learned in our program. Um, but to answer your question, I don't have a, a coach that I really follow like that. Um, you know, I guess as a coach now, it's it's hard for me to just watch a game and enjoy it. You, you know, you're you're analyzing everything. Um, hey, this might work with us, or, you know, why don't we go to ball screen this way? Right. Um, but, you know, it's just kind of learning from from different avenues. I, I like to watch a lot of uh, European basketball, a lot of college, and then obviously, you know, NBA games. So, and watching game film and everything like that. Yeah, in addition um, to our own game film. The correct answer, though, is TikTok. You just get plays on TikTok. <laughs> And then it's like, guys, we're gonna run this play. I saw it. I saw it on. I saw it on TikTok. Oh, and, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna try it. You don't do that. No, probably no. Idea. <laughs> probably TikTok coach. We might be able to try that though. Yeah, yeah. These these guys, the players don't come do like, hey, coach, I saw this. Like this guy runs the corner and gets down like a dog, and then yeah, I've seen, I've seen that. Those plays are nuts. Um, 
I think we should pull it off. All right. So last question. We'll go back around this way and then we'll wrap it up. I, I know you guys have a lot going on and I appreciate you taking a little bit of time. So if you can give some advice to the younger kids who might be, who are growing up here in Utah, uh, you know, junior, they're down at, uh, what junior high to go to? Um, I actually, I did online for you my did junior high. Okay. Yeah. What's the junior high you would have gone to? In high? Uh, Timberline. Timberline junior high. So they're down there at Timberline junior high. They're, they're playing in, you know, young bloods in sixth and seventh grade. So you guys got these kids who are listening. They look up to, to you all. You've got coaches and parents who are looking up to you. What's some advice that you might give to them on, on getting to this sort of level? I mean, playing high school basketball at the highest level some advice you give. Yeah. Um, you know, basketball is a process and, and it's a lot of growing pains. Um, I'm sure these guys can attest to that, but like the jump from, you know, elementary to junior high and junior high to high school and high school to high level high school, and then eventually college. And, and if you're lucky enough, one day pro it's just leaps and bounds and, you know, you got to take it on the chin sometimes and just learn and get better. But, you know, if I had any advice for these young kids, uh, it's just, it's a process. And for the parents too, like, it's not going to be one or, or, you know, a scholarship isn't going to be earned in, you know, one training session, one game, it's, it's, it's ups and downs. And, you know, you, you're trying to use basketball as an avenue for bigger and better things. Um, and so it, it's just, it's a process. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's, uh, the uh who's the player now for tennessee if you guys are following this kid he's like second in the like the naismith dalton next or connect or something like that you know this kid who you know didn't i don't even think he played on like any shoe circuit in high school and goes to junior college and then goes to northern colorado. colorado and now he's you know a potential lottery pick after one year at tennessee so you're right you know i mean not everyone's going to be LeBron James and yeah, <laughs> illustrated at 16 uh, for, for a lot of kids. It's just a, who can, it's an appropriate name for your session. Right? Like who can grind it out. Yeah. And everybody's journey is going to be different. You know, JJ's path is going to be different from juniors and juniors is going to be different from everybody else on our team. So it's hard with social media and stuff like that to see, Hey man, this kid's getting offers and you know, this kid's going here and this kid's going here. It, it doesn't work like that. You know, everybody's got their own path and their own timing and, it's just a matter of sticking with it and seeing this thing through. Yeah, for sure. Junior, how about yourself? Um, I'd probably say, you know, it's not always like, up, it won't always be uphill. You know, sometimes your things will set you back and will set you down in order for you to come back up. And then I'll also say that, like, you know, you'll have to sacrifice some things in order to reach, your, you know, your ultimate goal and that. You know, you'll just have to, if you really love to play, then you'll make those sacrifices. Yeah, I think the phrase I've used along that line is, uh, you know, fall in love with the process and then trust that the results are going to happen wherever they happen, right? But if you really mm -hmm. love the process, then you're going to get to wherever you need to get to. For some people, it's going to be varsity high school basketball at, you know, whatever at Orem with the Orm Tigers. And, yeah, and, and that's great. Yeah. I think we've gotten away from like that. I mean, just great in itself. Yeah, yeah I did. I did a, because uh, sometimes I do math just for fun. Um, in my 40s, I still do math for fun. And I was looking it up and it's like something like seven and a half percent of youth basketball players will play varsity basketball. Like it's a really low number. And so to even get to, you know, not just to where, where y'all are at, right? But to just play a varsity basketball game is hard. You know what I'm saying? 
And so, you know, obviously to get to where you guys want to go, which is, you know, not just college, but, you know, division one college, that's really, really difficult. And then to go from there, obviously, you know, you have all the stats about, you know, guys who go pro, like, I think you're right. I think we should just, it's okay to take a moment to celebrate those, not those downhill moments where it's just fun and, you know, it's not always uphill and just be like, man, look where I'm at. That's pretty cool. I love it. Thanks, Junior. JJ, last word to uh, to the point guard. Yeah, um, they talked about the process. I think for me, um, one thing I'd say is just to enjoy it um, and also to just believe in yourself. Um, obviously, you know, you can have dreams and stuff, but you still have to work hard. But I think dreaming is 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 a big part of it. If you really love it and and can envision yourself doing big things, I think that goes a long way and will help you along your journey. I love it. I just found out too that y'all have the same uh, dryer in this house that I have. And I'm like, I guess my days are done. The dryer's going. Uh, well, gentlemen, appreciate you uh, taking a little bit of time to have me into your house. And no, thank you. Talk some basketball, and I'll be continuing to root for root for Utah Prep, hometown hometown crew out there. Y'all are heading to Phoenix here pretty soon. It yeah, sounds like Phoenix. And, um, do you play any games here? No. None? You play zero games? Zero games in the state of Utah. Man. All right. Well, maybe I won't be able to catch one live. But, um, yeah, we'll be, we'll be pulling for you. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for taking the time. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having us.